What's going on, Headliner Nation? Chris Kennedy here with the Fantasy Headliners, and we've got another week of the Straight Chubb Fantasy Football Podcast, DFS style now. We're in week 11, and we've got some really nice matchups this week, so we're not going to waste any time at all. We are going to jump right into it, and we're going to start off with the quarterback position, all right? Right now, over on DraftKings, we're looking at Mr. Josh Allen. He's the highest-priced quarterback on the slate, and for good reason, all right? Yes, he's $8,100, but right now, he's averaging just over 26 DraftKings points per game, which is more than any other quarterback on the main slate, all right? He's going up against an Indianapolis defense right now that while they have a decent defense against the run, against the pass, they've really been struggling. They're allowing a touchdown rate of over 6.5%. They're allowing almost 21 fantasy points per game, and they're also allowing a completion percentage of just over 67%. They rank 23rd in pass defense DVOA, and right now their implied total for this game is 29 points, so there's going to be plenty of scoring to go around for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Drop down a little bit here, and we're going to be looking at Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott, both going up against each other. Mahomes at 7,600, Prescott at 7,200. We finally saw Patrick Mahomes really break out yesterday. He'd struggled throughout the season, but he had a really nice game. And between the two teams, there's going to be a lot of points scored here, all right? I know Dallas's defense has played very well so far this year, but Mahomes is Mahomes, and he should be able to make things happen. So at $7,600, I really like the play there. But if you want to drop down $400, Dak is right there at $7,200, going up against the, the lesser of the two defenses between the teams, all right? Last quarterback play I've got here is one of the lower-priced options that you can go with, and we're going to be looking at Mr. Carolina Panthers' own Cam Newton. All right, he's $5,100. He had a couple touchdowns last game, and where it looks like he should be starting this week against the Washington football team, while I don't think he's going to have a phenomenal game, I think at $5,100, he offers some really nice value, especially with that rushing upside that he provides. Washington is going to be without Montez Sweat and Chase Young, much like they were last week without Sweat, and then Chase Young was injured very early, tearing that ACL early in that game last week. I think that Cam Newton can have some success. Washington has not been a great defense so far this year. My biggest concern with Cam is can he push the ball down the field and sustain drives? That's yet to be seen, but I do think with that rushing upside at $5,100, I kind of think he's worth the gamble there. Moving over to running back, started off with our guy CMC, Christian McCaffrey at $8,900. I think with, with Cam, he's going to be checking the ball down quite a bit because he can't really push the ball down the field. I think McCaffrey, who's been targeted so much over the last couple of games since returning from injury, should have a really, really nice game against Washington. Right now, McCaffrey's averaging just about 20 DraftKings points a game. And while he hasn't played a ton of snaps, obviously he's been injured. I do love the touches that he gets. He's averaging 22 touches per game, which is the most of any other running back on the main slate. So at 8,900, I don't mind paying up for CMC. If you want to go down just a little bit, let's look at Dalvin Cook, Minnesota Vikings against the Green Bay Packers. He's $8,200 right now. And the Packers, while they've been pretty good against running backs, allowing only 74 rushing yards per game to running backs, 
I do think Dalvin Cook could be used a little bit more in the passing game because right now the Packers are giving up five receptions per game. And honestly, Cook has just been having a phenomenal year so far, and I do think that could continue against the Packers. Next guy down, and as long as this guy plays at $7,800, we're going with Nick Chubb. Cleveland Browns against the Detroit Lions. Chubb didn't play last week because of COVID, so as long as Chubb soups up this week, he's going up against a Lions defense that allows 110 rushing yards a game to running backs, along with 31 fantasy points per game, all right? Chubb is the main guy because there's no Kareem Hunt. Yes, Dearness Johnson will get involved a little bit, but Chubb is still the guy as long as he plays. Detroit's run defense DVOA ranking is 29th in the league. Their adjusted line yards is absolutely terrible, so Chubb should have a field day. Going down a little bit here to save some money, we're looking at a couple guys here. Number one, A.J. Dillon, Green Bay Packers. No Aaron Jones, so Dillon will be the guy going up against a Minnesota Vikings defense that's allowing over 100 rushing yards a game to opposing running backs. They're giving up about 23 fantasy points per game, which isn't great, but as long as Dylan can still get involved in the passing game a little bit, I do love his opportunities at $6,200. $100 less, James Conner, Arizona Cardinals, no Chase Edmonds, and he's going up against a Seattle defense who's not been good against running backs, whether it's on the ground or through the air. Right now, Seattle's allowing 104 rushing yards a game and 76 receiving yards per game to opposing running backs. Connor could get involved more in the receiving game, and I love this opportunity for him, especially where Arizona is projected to be scoring about 26 points this week. If you really want to kind of go down and save some money, let's take a look at Tennessee Titans' Deonta Foreman, all right? Going up against this former team, the Texans, maybe it's a little bit of a revenge narrative here, but the Texans are allowing 120 rushing yards a game. They're ranked 27th in run defense DVOA. There's an, an absolute mess. So if you really want to save some money to pay up for somebody like a CMC, I think Deonta Foreman could be a nice little punt play. Going over to wide receiver here, we got a few options. Starting off with the top two guys, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Love both their matchups. Adams going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Should see a lot of Bashad Breeland, which I absolutely love because Breeland has been really, really bad in coverage so far this year. And so Adams at 8400 yep, it's a pricey pay, you know, price to pay, but I think it should work out for you here. Tyreek Hill of Kansas City going up against a tough, tough Dallas secondary, but I do think that they're going to find ways to move him around the field get him involved as much as they can. Even if it's just short little dump-offs, the targets will be there. And at $8,200, and with the Chiefs having an implied total of almost 30 points, Hill will get his opportunities. Marquise Brown of Baltimore at 7100 Love the matchup that he has this week. Uh, he should be going up against Kendall Vildor of the Bears, who right now is allowing 12 yards per target and a QB rating against of 146. Marquise Brown has been an absolute stud so far this year for the Ravens, and I think that should continue against the Bears this week. I'm going to go down a little bit here to 6,400. I really like Devonta Smith's matchup against the New Orleans Saints. He should see a lot of, uh, of Lattimore, and I think that bodes well because while Lattimore is a very physical cornerback, he's had a lot of trouble in coverage so far this year. And Smith has really started to come onto his own. I think this is a great matchup for Smith at $6,400. Two more guys I'm going to talk about here. Brandon Cooks of the Houston Texans at $6,000. 
Tennessee's had a good defense, but they are allowing 43 fantasy points a game to opposing wide receivers. And Brandon Cooks is one of only four or five receivers in the league that's seeing 30% or more of his team's target share. So where Tennessee should be winning this game by quite a bit, there could be some really nice garbage time points here for Brandon Cooks at $6,000. Last guy at wide receiver I'm going to talk about, much, much cheaper. Michael Gallup is back and he's $4,200, all right? Going up against the Chiefs, who don't have a terrible secondary, but I love Gallup as that third option for Dak Prescott, you know, especially where the defense is going to be honing in on both Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. I think at 4200 Michael Gallup could be a really nice value play. Over to tight end here. We got a few plays. Uh, top two guys, of course, Kelsey and Kittle. Kittle's back from his injury. He's more than what he was last year. And he's going up against a Jacksonville defense that's allowing 60 receiving yards a game to opposing tight ends, along with 15 fantasy points per game. All right. So where Kittle's going to get those targets, he's going to get them in the red zone. He's going to be peppered with them all over the field. Love the matchup for Kittle at 6,300. Kelsey, don't really need to talk too much about him at 7,100. He is who he is, and he's going to get his workload. He had a great game last week, and I do think that continues against Dallas. $5,200, we're going with Mike Kosicki. Playing up against the Jets, they allowed about 60 receiving yards per game to opposing tight ends. One thing I love with Kosicki, he's getting targeted in the red zone. He's getting a, you know, a really nice A dot, which is your average depth of target. He's being targeted down the field, and he's running about 34 routes per game. So he's definitely there. He's on the field a lot, and I love the opportunity for him against the Jets at 5,200. A lot of people are going to be talking about Dan Arnold of the Jags at 4,100. I've seen it all over Twitter, and people are freaking out. They're just blowing their fantasy football loads all over this guy. I'm going to go down $100 and look at Dawson Knox of the Bills. Knox has been injured. He's back. He's healthy. People seem to have forgotten about him a little bit. But this is a guy in seven games, has five touchdowns. He's seeing an average of one red zone target a game, and he's going up against a Colts defense that allows 61 receiving yards a game to tight ends. Oh, and a total of six touchdowns total on the season. And they're also allowing an average of 18 fantasy points per game to opposing tight ends. Dawson Knox at $4,000, my favorite value play at tight end. Got a couple of defenses here for you. And these are kind of two obvious choices. The Tennessee Titans... $3,900 against the Texans, and then the Cleveland Browns at $3,100 against the Detroit Lions. The Browns have been racking up the sacks. The Lions have also been allowing a lot of sacks. The Lions also allow just over nine fantasy points a game to opposing defenses. And then on the Tennessee-Houston side, Houston's allowing almost 10 fantasy points a game to opposing defenses. So while these are two of more the more pricier options on defense, I think that your best bet instead of trying to go down to the low, you know, two thousands to try to punt a play, I really do like these top two plays here for defense. That's all I've got for you guys for this week for DFS in Week 11's main slate over on DraftKings. Let's run good this week, you guys. Let's win some money. Let's see some green screens, and I will be back to talk to you all in Week 12.